0: Thank you for listening to Data Science at Home podcast with Francesco Gadaletta. You are about to get cutting edge insights from the people who are reshaping the world of technology with machine learning, data science, and artificial intelligence. It's time for Data Science at Home. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to another episode of Data Science at Home. I'm your host, Francesco, podcasting from the headquarters of my company, Amethix Technology. I'm based in Belgium, and this is probably the worst period of the year because nobody's online. Everybody's on holiday, so I hope that you guys are listening to this episode from the beach. It's always good to know that there are listeners who are having fun. Let's go to the essence of this episode, which is about how to scale artificial intelligence and machine learning for the large organization. So, in fact, scaling technology and business processes is not the same thing, and I would like to uh, dedicate an entire episode to provide a framework for the business side of AI. Now, since the beginning of the enterprise technology, scaling software has been a very tedious task uh, to get right inside especially large organizations. So when it comes to AI and machine learning, it becomes even more complicated because there are many other things that do not really belong to uh, artificial intelligence, but they kind of belong to classical software engineering and uh, classical software production. And by this, I mean that, for example, there is data governance, there is business intelligence, there is algorithmic infrastructure, and also organizational charts that all need to be altered, they need to be modified with the, this new approach to creating business value. So, in this episode, I would like to discuss what I identified as the five important pillars in order to scale artificial intelligence and machine learning in a, within an organization. So, the first pillar I would like to discuss is about matching the right data to the right problems. Uh, software is known to be a deterministic beast because uh, you know it is architected to create solutions to problems right if you are a project manager or a software engineer or, or even a developer you know in fact that you know these, all, all these people know how deterministic the approach of producing software is and so code comes first and then the solution is born from just running the software and then also the way to produce classical software is much more structured than it is for artificial intelligence and machine learning. And in fact, artificial intelligence is much more about understanding the past to reproduce or predict the future. Now, the past is represented in data records of previous events, and more than likely, some of those events represented some kind of value to the business. That's why people tend to identify so-called patterns from the past And believing that these patterns might recur again in the future under some certain conditions and therefore predict the uh, certain specific event uh, and anticipate it uh, in time. Aligning decision makers with data scientists on which data assets exist and how they are correlated to a specific problem takes a deep organizational understanding and a fundamental understanding that being internally open with data is a requirement to create solution. It it is important for all the data scientists to get access to these assets. The second pillar is about breaking down data silos. One of the major issues that small and also large organizations operating with data and algorithms are dealing with is definitely the transitioning from siloed work to interdisciplinary collaboration. Now We all know that artificial intelligence and machine learning are kind of the emblem of multidisciplinary activities which is usually at the intersection of statistics, computer science, economics, and all the other concepts that are more specific to the domain. So, for example, in finance, in healthcare, there are specific concepts that belong to this and that domain in particular. So, the multidisciplinary nature of AI should be reflected not only to the direct builders of AI solutions, for example, data scientists, computer programmers, project managers, but also to the higher level of the organization. And in order to foster such interdisciplinary approach, organizations that want to succeed with artificial intelligence and machine learning must move from the so-called data cartel mentality of hoarding data assets in favor of a more collaborative approach to data lakes. I know that probably many of the listeners of this episode do not agree with the concept of data lakes. Especially several data engineers, I found not to find you know not to have an agreement with data lakes. They kind of hate data lakes. But I think that for you know to facilitate this demolishment of data silos is extremely important, I think is the way to go. Now, this approach of being more transparent with data assets will allow the curiosity of data scientists to, let's say, cross-pollinate data systems that often leads to impactful discoveries. The data scientist who is successful is not only the data scientist who has the right skills, that's, you know, skills is very important, of course, but it's also the data scientist who can, in fact, cross-pollinate data systems, who can take advantage and all the benefits of interacting with data and uh, integrate data coming from different sources. And, of course, when the data scientist is placed within an environment where he can access, he or she can access, all the possible data assets that the organization have at their disposal, well, this becomes much, much easier. The third pillar is about investing the right amount of time and money for ROI, return on investment. Another misconception of AI and machine learning in large organizations is about timing. And I don't know why, but this is I found this over and over again. It is widely believed that Data-driven solutions automating a particular business task are supposed to deliver results the day after they get deployed, which is insane. So, when building software, the requirements tend to be more finite and, as I said, more deterministic, more under control, which means that, you know, you code this thing so that this other thing happens, it it responds with X or Y or Z, right? So, that is a, a very structured way of code to work. If this happened, then this other thing has to be performed, right? We are kind of used to this if-then-else structure in in the problem solving. But when we deal with artificial intelligence, the problem space is usually distilled into probabilities. So, for example, of course, this is specific to each domain, but in fact, if you think about finance or, or social media, for example, you would like something like the probability that over the next three hours, a certain part of the screen or a certain advertisement gets clicked a number of times. That's a probability. It's not something that is deterministic, first of all. It's not something that is very well specified as it was for traditional software. These algorithms, of course, do not immediately show the results that one wants, and oftentimes they are made up of multiple other algorithms working in tandem and leading to a prediction which is usually based on another prediction, which is also depending on yet another one. And so, as we can see, performing a prediction that relies on another prediction makes the entire system kind of sloppy and uh, probably unreliable, especially at the beginning. So, these tactics take time to perfect, and understanding that immediate value is not a normal case. So, over time, as the predictions receive more data and data scientists have more time to manipulate the machine learning process, There will be an improvement eventually, an increase of accuracy in the predictions. It will be definitely observed, but it takes time. So, managers, leaders, decision makers, please give machine learning time. Don't expect that this is a magic box that is going to work since day one. Because otherwise, if you think so, I'm afraid that you're going to stay disappointed for a long time. The fourth pillar that I would like to mention is about organizational readiness. It is common to hear large organizations working on an agile org chart and business process. The cross-functional aspect of AI and machine learning lends itself to a more agile organization as it's typical to find more knowledge sharing in a pod-like organization's chart as opposed to traditional manager-managee environment. So AI and machine learning are both agile by nature, as many problems are solved by trial and error. And applying more traditional and, let's say, less agile processes to building data-driven solutions can lead to development cycles that can become just too long to sustain. And this will in turn contribute to extending timelines sometimes indefinitely, and increasing disappointment at the end of each of such cycles, especially when they're not working. It is essential to have leaders who are competent with AI, of course not necessarily at the same level of the builders, like the data scientists, the data engineers, all the people who really keep their hands dirty on the problem, But sooner than later, leaders' decisions will play their role. So it's good for them to be prepared from a high-level perspective. This fundamental understanding of how data, algorithms, creation process, and iteration leads to a better understanding of how to create reproducible, production-ready solutions for the business. While leaders, of course, are not asked and will never be that they will be asked to know the nitty-gritty of AI and machine learning techniques, I think they should be comfortable with the capabilities of AI and know of the existence of those algorithms that solve specific problems in order to identify the patterns of recurring challenges and their solutions. Because, believe me, there's always a pattern, even across domains that apparently are completely different from each other. The fifth and last pillar I would like to mention in this episode is about educating your executive team on artificial intelligence. This is extremely important because I believe that having leaders educated in AI and machine learning is leading successful data-driven companies towards establishing internal academies and providing training courses specifically designed for managers and decision makers. I found around the many clients we have at Amethics and also outside of Amethics that great learning topics around AI are understanding the planning process of AI projects, interpreting business cases of AI and how they differ from typical or traditional software, the difference between production software versus production AI is also important to learn, and finally high-level techniques of artificial intelligence and how they differ from typical software applications. I think that these five pillars are essential to having place into an organization to get started with Artificial Intelligence. Scaling, organizational readiness, data practices are all key to understanding how to be successful with the new tactics that are available with Artificial Intelligence. And I must say that at would we deploy our approach that we called Crawl, Run, Iterate. Crawl, Run, Iterate. Within this framework, we ensure the base education of decision makers is there. And also, we create our business cases to evaluate the impact of our services. And finally, we start our process of Crawl, Run, Iterate. With Crawl, we perform data exploration and prototyping. With Run, we deploy on production datasets. With Iterate, we continuously iterate with new tactics and models in order to increase business value. I hope that the uh, five pillars in order to scale artificial intelligence in your organization are pretty clear. And uh, I thank you very much for listening to this episode. Please, please, please subscribe to our newsletter. You can find it on ametix.com. It's free. And uh, we are delivering the best content in artificial intelligence. I promise there's no spam. We hate spam. So please go ahead, provide your valid email address and enjoy the next content and the next posts to consume for the week. Keep working hard, but also don't forget to have fun with artificial intelligence and machine learning as we do at Ametix Technologies. Talk to you next time. You've been listening to Data Science at Home podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or Podbean to get new, fresh episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or visit our website at datascienceathome.com.